Hello and welcome to At First Glance, a podcast where we take a glance at movies, television, comic books, and anime to let you know if it is worth a second. Uh, I am your host today, Jeremy McKinley, joined by... Elisa Stone. Thank you for joining me, Miss Stone. Elisa. Today we are talking about The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the new six-episode limited series uh, run by Mr. Malcolm Spellman and directed by Kari Skogland. I'm going to go with that. Skogland. And uh, yeah, let's just kind of get into it. The, the kind of the general plot of the story is you got Sam uh, Wilson, who was given the, the shield at the end of Endgame, and we we're kind of just assuming he would just take up the mantle. But uh, in this series, we kind of see that this series is kind of about him accepting that he is the right person for the job. And on, on the other side, we got uh, we got Bucky Barnes, uh, the Winter Soldier, who is uh, has his own little thing going on uh, therapy uh, as he was pardoned by the government, but had like this government mandated therapy he had to do. And this therapist has him kind of doing this kind of 12-step recovery process of uh, going to people that uh, he hurt while under the control of Hydra and just kind of uh, getting all this guilt off his shoulders. And then while that's going on, um, we got these guys called the Flag Smashers who are out there uh, tearing up stuff. Uh, They they got the Super Soldier Serum or a new version of the Super Soldier Serum, so it doesn't make you all buff. It It just makes you strong the way you are. And uh, they're mad about something. And uh, so uh, our boys have to go in and fight them. And along with that, we got a new Captain America, Mr. John Walker, played by Wyatt Russell, um, Kurt Russell's kid. And uh, yeah, he, he, he's kind of a wild card within this whole thing where Sam gives the shield back to the Smithsonian, or to the Smithsonian because he feels he's not worthy of it. And then the U.S. government comes, says, nah, we need a new Captain America. So they immediately give it to John Walker, who's like this decorated soldier and has like three Medal of Honors and stuff. So, uh, yeah. So let's just kind of get into it. Um, let's start off with the positives, things we, things we did like in this show. So uh, I'm going to start off with things that I liked. Um thought the production value was uh, very good. Uh, again, this is a six-episode series uh, with a budget of $150 million. However, this was originally supposed to be an eight-episode series, but uh, there's an entire subplot that was cut out. So uh, we'll get into that uh, later on in the podcast. But yeah, the, I mean, the movie looks good. It, it, uh, it definitely opens up with a banger of an action scene with Sam flying around, saving someone in a helicopter and stuff. And you got uh, George St. Pierre, who's a big, or who is a uh, well-known uh, UFC fighter playing Badrock the Leaper again. If you, uh, if you recall, you may have saw him fight Captain America for a tiny scene and Winter Soldier on the boat with pirates. Uh, but yeah, I thought the opening scene, the opening action bit anyway, showed that it's definitely movie-level effects, and they definitely put some money into this show for sure. I feel like they definitely kind of saved their their wad in terms of money for the the beginning and the end in terms of, like, big-budget spectacle. But uh, yeah, the money looks good. The movie, or the show looks like it has a 
really good budget. It, it definitely looks way above average television budget for sure. And this is kind of supposed to be like a, you know, six hour, six, five to six hour movie anyway. So I think that's kind of what they're going for. But uh, yeah, uh, it looks good. And uh, yeah, that's kind of what I'm going to start off with that. Uh, you got me positive, Miss Stone. I loved everything with John Walker, um, especially starting in ep- uh, with the ending of episode four. So cool. Um, a lot of people didn't like John Walker at first, they, you know, but I was like not bothered by him. But I thought he was great. I loved his arc. I thought he was just really interesting. He's probably one of my favorite characters. I thought Winter Soldier also had some great moments of like making amends or or recovering with his therapy and stuff like that. I really enjoyed enjoyed those two characters a lot. Yeah, I think John Walker was probably my favorite character in the show. Uh, the most morally, like like he had he had the clearest arc mm-hmm. out of anyone in this show. And uh, and I wasn't even sure at the beginning why everybody was like online was like making fun of him or like you know I guess he's supposed to be a villainous character but I didn't see him. He's, as the, he's more uh, here's the thing he's more well he's more I wouldn't even say he's an antihero he's just like this character that started off in the comics as being this Captain America wannabe and then um because there's a point where Captain America like apparently the government's making him do things that he's like not with and he's like it's against his American ideals so he's just like screw that, I'm just going to be a U.S. agent now. So, like, they're, like, government was like, okay, we need a new Captain America. So this guy, John mm-hmm. Walker, comes in, and he's got a super soldier serum and everything. But he's kind of more about the, or for the, like, in terms of his course arc in the 80s, he's really much about the glory. Yeah. And it, it's, it's only, like, later on that he kind of, like, becomes this kind of good guy, and he has a good, he has a similar character arc here, where he's kind of like this, he's, he's, he's got a good heart, he just can't control his temper in the comics. He definitely was, like, definitely had moments like that in here, where you could see why, like, he's definitely not a fit for Captain America, and it's, like, w- would kind of deter things because of his impatience, and his wanting to win. Yeah, I will say, though, I feel like his impatience... At least in what we've seen here, because we only see him the moment he becomes Captain America, basically in this tiny moment before, which I did like when he like unzips and sees the costume, and like you can feel like he actually is nervous and doesn't feel like he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, so does... like him and Falcon were similarly yeah. like both kind of like dealing have... with self doubt with this title of Captain America. Well, self doubt and like this like this humility. That like makes them that makes them both likable, right? They mm-hmm. both like aren't just like, oh yeah, give me the power. They're, like they're yeah. just like, am I worthy of this moniker? Because it's not just like the shield. It's like Steve, like what Steve was about was he? I mean, he was the Boy Scout, and mm-hmm. so like, and and it's just he was almost like this, this too perfect of a, um, person, yeah, of, of, I guess of a person, but just like of, of definitely an icon, like 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 mm-hmm. in terms of like public persona, like. No one saw. No one had a problem with. And it. you never saw Steve struggling with self doubt. I guess maybe when he was like felt like he wasn't doing enough. Yeah, but that's less self doubt, and that's just more like he, I want to help more. That's just more like he's just never satisfied yeah. with like what he what he thinks he can do. Because he was people. just like I'm just like walking around, uh, being entertainment for like these real soldiers that yeah. are actually putting down their lives. Like, yeah, that's I don't I'm not I feel like I'm not helping. Yeah. And they're like, but you are helping by selling war bonds. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. And then we saw the great rest of the movie. <laughs> but, yeah, I I, uh, I I really did enjoy Wyatt Russell's character. I think he's probably the best uh, clear 
uh, he has the clearest arc. I, I feel yeah. like I, I like Anthony Mackie in this sh- or in this show. I feel like he's, he's he spends a little too much time though, just kind of listening and not really because he because they and this and this is gonna go more to the negative side. But this show kind of doesn't really want to take a side. It kind of just mm-hmm. it like it kind of wants to it, it, it kind of wants to like be a, it kind of has this really hollow optimism but that I, I kind of will talk about later where it says a lot of good things without actually really saying anything yeah but, but we'll get into that negative side we're still on the positive side uh other things i liked let me think and I, and and then there are there are things i liked i, I did like you, you mentioned bucky there's one particular scene where he's being deprogrammed yeah that was great in front of I think a that uh, was a flashback yeah it was a flashback yeah, yeah so uh he's trying he's like listening to those words over and over again yeah and like not letting them affect him. Yeah, the, like, yeah, like 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 they've been conditioning him in Wakanda to, or they've been or condi- or de- conditioning him. Well, I well, I I feel like they're conditioning yeah. him to the words now that that they won't have mm-hmm. an effect anymore. But like so, because he had those uh, those code words that would make him go full on, you know, Manchurian candidate and kill people, which we saw in uh, Civil War, and Wakanda helps him with that. And there was a mo- beautiful beautiful moment I think with just his acting. Where actually saying the words and you see like he's kind of, I don't like. Do they even flash on stuff or do they just show him crying? Because I feel like in my head when I'm watching, it's just watching. It feels like they're just it's just just a pure acting scene. Like I thought it was beautiful of him just crying and like yeah. getting like like getting to purge some of all like purge this weight he has on his shoulders. And I know that he still has more weight. He did such a great job, I thought, with all of those kind of therapy scenes or. Whatever, like his internal struggle of just like he doesn't say much, but you could just see it on his face, and I loved that. I thought that was so great that yeah. they didn't just like spell it out for you. Like right now, I'm being, I'm trying not to be affected by these words. It was yeah. like all just in his face. Yeah, it's it's it, it's definitely a uh, a rare skill for actors to be able to communicate a lot through stoicism. Mm-hmm. I would say that stoicism is a really hard thing to like communicate subtle emotions through without just being like a blank slate yeah. and i feel like he does that pretty well because yeah. he could because he could because that could because i've seen pretty a lot of actors that kind of do that but like they feel, either overact or underact. They, 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 they overact or they're just a blank slate and you yeah. can't connect with them at all and he seems to like give you enough that there's something going on back there but not enough that you feel like you're being spoon-fed every emotion he has he's great so i feel like he uh really brings it I also really like the scene with the uh, U.S. agent and and uh, and everybody is fighting the Dora Milaje when they come in there, and then um, when he they like take his arm off and stuff. Oh yeah, I really like that whole fight sequence, and I just like at the end of uh, John Walker being like they weren't even super soldiers, so and realizing just how unprepared he is for this yeah. role, and that definitely drives him to. A more darker place. Yeah, and I will say he was definitely thrown like from like out of the frying pan into the fire with the Captain America, like promotion of you know becoming because mm-hmm. I mean he's a soldier, right? And no matter how good of a soldier you are, I mean he's kind of put into a situation where now he has to have less stuff because soldiers go in there fully decked out with all their tools, right? They got knives, they got compasses, they got guns. He just has to have now a shield and maybe a pistol. And he doesn't even have a super soldier serum. I guess, but I feel like Sam just got wings. 
But Sam's also been, but Sam's also been doing but Sam was doing the wing thing even before he met Captain America, so he had a lot of experience with Ariel Khan with like with what he does best, right? And I feel like you take someone that's used to like using guns all the time and then just say like rely completely on just hand to hand and it's a whole other game. And it's it's also just such a weird thing to do. Because, I mean, I, I'm, I'm never the guy that's, like, you know, guns everywhere. But I'm, like, if you're just a normal guy and you're fighting super soldiers and all you have is a shield, it's, you know, you need other things. You need other tools. And I feel like he just kind of had the gun and kind of had the shield. But even then, the show doesn't let him use the gun He's very up much. with all these, like, vet, vet, veteran, veteran. Vet, yeah, well, all, all these veterans. I mean, experience, well, advanced, well, experience, because even though Sam doesn't have a super soldier serum, he we've he's been doing that for a long yeah. time. And the Dora Milaje, they just train day they, and they, night they, forever. They train day and night forever. Yeah. So, and although he's a soldier too, he's not in his element mm-hmm. because his element is with a squad, and when they all have guns and grenades, and he doesn't have yeah. any of that. He's now just like a, more a symbol. And mm-hmm. Cap had a long time of getting good with that shield. You know, without it, and then using more his hands and his feet. And also, he's a super soldier, yeah. so he can move faster, heal, doesn't get tired running. This guy doesn't have any of that, and he and he's handicapped. So I can get that, like he's gonna like not be as good hand to hand because he's a soldier. Soldiers, if it if it like they're trained to fight hand to hand, but if it gets hand to hand close, they fucked up. You know what I mean? Like the enemy shouldn't be getting like shouldn't be getting that close to you if you've done like if you do your job. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and so I feel like he just had a lot against him. And also, there's this thing with him, uh, the U.S. agent, uh, Wyatt Russell's character, where it's this weight. And I feel like the weight is on it, too, because like, I feel like you, people just want to think, oh, there's the whole thing that they say in Captain America, the first one, where they're like, the Super Soldier Serum will like enhance whatever you already are, right? And I feel like I never saw a bad guy watching him. Like I feel like I saw a guy, I feel like I saw a man under, under immense pressure, yeah, and I, and I and I never really get to saw I never really get to see him outside outside of that pressure. Mm-hmm. And so I and so I feel like when you're like oh it like it just enhanced like in that scene you mentioned are you talking about the scene when he kills the guy the end and of then, episode four so yeah. yeah there's a scene where he like kills a flag smasher after his uh his uh, his best friend uh, he just got, goes at it with his shield oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure he like might have decapitated him he may have or may have caved in his yeah, chest. chest. But like they, they definitely play uh, hard PG thirteen, and they don't show you mm-hmm. what he's like caving in. So I'm like, I guess he, I guess he decapitated him. I guess he caved in it. I don't know. He killed him because there's blood on the shield. It was definitely hard. It was not a good move. It was in front was, of a lot was, of witnesses. It was. Um, it was. Uh, I don't. I we were saying that yeah. we think that his like stripping him of all his awards and. All everything, not, just that, not that, giving him not um, just that, but his pension, his pension, I'm not like, everything. He just lost everything, and I was like, I think that's a little hard that's because he has done work, like fought for. He's he's he's, put, he's risked his life. He's put in his he's put in his time time like yeah. like more than enough that they shouldn't take everything yeah. from him just 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 to save it's it. A definitely, I would say dishonorable discharge. For sure, after or whatever it's called. Yeah, but even then, it's more just. But again, even then, they'd be doing it more just for the look, not because he like even killed a innocent person. Like it definitely, he was killing a person that's surrendering, so it was not justice. But he wasn't just like killing just some random innocent person. Like these people are accomplices to murder. Yeah, but that wasn't even the one that killed his friend. Oh, I know. It was really just, and he knew that it was just the first one that he caught caught Mm -hmm. up with. 
Oh no! Again, it's 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 it, like it, like it's it's straight revenge. Mm-hmm. It's not justice. I'm just saying that the person he killed wasn't it wasn't like an innocent bystander got killed in his revenge rampage, and, and and everyone got to see that. It was like no, it was definitely a bad person. It just wasn't it wasn't a righteous kill. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I definitely thought with that it was uh it was it was darn good. The only thing I, I guess I didn't like with his character is just at the end, like he his character kind of just ends up being okay, like, kind of on a dime in the last episode. But we'll get more into that on the other side. And that's more a thing with most characters, because I feel like this show juggled. It was it. rushed. I feel like the ending was kind of, like, rushed. Oh, yeah, well, again, like I said, the show... I felt to- the same with WandaVision, too. Yeah. I feel like maybe they're just, like, they're, I don't know, new to TV, and they're not sure how to end how to, how to How to end things, because endings are key. Because I'm like, you have, te- you have a series now. You can take your time a yeah, bit more. more. Time. You don't have to just end in some big fight. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, another thing I want to bring up, uh, I thought the action was, uh, was good to mediocre, but I will say there's a particular action or a particular fight scene involving Sharon Carter, where she's just like fighting these guys amongst these trailers and it's like a one shot. So it feels very atomic blondie and she's just doing like knife work and grabbing someone's gun after she kills them and killing someone. And it's, it's really good. And, and, I, and I really enjoyed it. And that's just more because the, the editing of this show is very much like Winter Soldier, Civil War, where the fight scenes are good, but they definitely cut a little too much for my taste. It's it's definitely better. It's definitely better than most, but I uh, but I definitely wanted to give it give a shout out to the action there that it looked uh, pretty damn good. Uh, anything else you got uh, on the positive? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> But yeah, it, the, this show is uh, it's an, it, it, it's interesting because I feel like I, I feel like I, I want to bleed into like the negative, but let's start. I want to start with kind of the more the like more the middle ground of like yeah. stuff of like I guess where the show begins, where the show it its reach far outseeds its grasp because <laughs> it's trying to tackle immigration, it's trying to tackle race, it's trying to tackle. Uh, PTSD. PTSD. Uh, it, it, and it's, it's it's trying to do a lot, and the problem economic is... Economic disparities. Economic disparity, yeah, but it's... Whatever divide. But again, that's so much... It, the problem is that all that it's done so much through talk mm-hmm. and not through showing. Yeah. So when people are, like, mad about stuff, I'm not seeing what's making them I'm mad. I'm not mad with them because I don't... Mm, I didn't see this. This yeah. is all just what they're saying, and yeah. I'm like, I okay. Like, I mean, like, I guess you said that. Like, that like I'll happens. take your word for it. That that's screen. why you're mad. Yeah. And again, like, here's the thing. I feel like, and 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 we give this character a hard time, but the, the, the what's the leader? The leader of the the flag matches. I forgot her name, Carly or something. Yeah, I think it was Carly. I forget. Yeah, yeah, Carly. Yeah, her name is Carly. Uh, and I feel like I I don't want to hold this against her because, like I said, there are two episodes. That were supposed to be supposed to be an eight episode show, and then we got cut down to sixteen or six. And there was actually a plot line involving because if you recall watching the show, there was they talked about they were going to do something big, right? They had this big thing that was going to happen, but then that nothing really big happened. I thought it was them blowing up the building or kidnapping all those government officials. But like, but we don't even know what that was supposed to lead to because like when because yeah. the whole, they kidnap them, but then when they get caught, they just kind of. Like,
like, okay, let's just kill him, Plan B. Well we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll light the, the car on the, the, the yeah. vehicle on fire and like, run. Let's burn them alive and run away. And, and I was like, so what How was your? How is this gonna help and, the refugees and, and, again? And I was like, yeah, exactly. But I was like, so what were you gonna do if you had been able to get away with him, right? Like, what were you gonna tell them? Or what were you gonna get them to do? Because the whole thing was just to stop yeah. a vote. But like, they made. To me, anyway, when they were talking about what they were going to do, it's not like they had big plans because there was a whole thing with them stealing uh, Super Soldier Sam. But we never know what they were going to do with it. Yeah. And we don't – and we're like, we're just going to give it to other people to lead their cause, I guess. Yeah, but, I don't know. But they, Maybe they were going to give it to the other, like, refugees. I guess. I, I just feel like – I feel like there was a I feel like there was a climax involving something bigger than just kidnapping people and then getting caught and then being like, well, I guess this didn't work out. Oh well, like I just felt like they felt like there was a. They're bigger, very disorganized. Well, they're sure. super disorganized, but I feel like there was a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's a like that there's this character that dies. We don't even really get to know her, but I guess this person galvanizes Carly's whole thing to be oh the mama whatever yeah but we didn't really get to see anything about her but like apparently yeah. like all her stuff because that actress mm-hmm. had did more in the show that was all on the cutting room floor the funeral yeah the one... i don't know why yeah it, it was kind of felt like i don't know why that scene was there i guess to show that falcon went to talk to her there so he yeah knew where she was gonna be but like but like the relationship between carly and the girl woman that died yeah. That was in the cutting they room never floor. So, and it. and and so like I feel like they may it may have been in the original plan that this character yeah. had a clearer through line of an arc and she started off being more uh, more simple or more like I'm not gonna use I'm not gonna kill innocent people and then when this person dies it's more it's like a, it's she a, was like all right we tried it that way and it didn't work but yeah and, and now we're going and now we're gonna escalate and get more yeah. violent but we never saw them try any them other try any other way violence. other but violent exactly. Yeah. So it just feels like they're just impatient, and yeah. they're a bunch of whiny teenagers that just. Well, get, I didn't understand at first. I was like, "What are these kids' plan?" Like, I was yeah. so confused. I don't know if it was because I wasn't paying attention, or mm-hmm. if it was like because it wasn't in the show. Maybe both. Mm-hmm. But it was like, okay, so they want the world to go back to the way it was before the snap, and they don't like the way the GRC is going about trying to resolve issues. Mm-hmm, they think does. it's insensitive and mm-hmm. they think that their plan of blowing up buildings is much better. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what their plan is. Like the GRC, they're wanting to stop the vote. They yeah, want, and I don't know what they're voting on the GRC. We, we but don't they want to stop them from voting. In, in fact, in fact, with the GRC, which is the, which is the huge problem with this show, we don't even get to see the GRC until the last episode, yeah. so we don't even know. So, and so, this organization doesn't even doesn't even have a face. So I did look it up. So it's like the the GRC started a plan to plan a way to deport all the displaced people to their countries of origin. Mm-hmm. And the flag smashers were like, "That's not cool. They want to prevent the deportation mm-hmm. and force the GRC to give the refugees better living conditions." Mm-hmm. And so they're going to kidnap them, and then I don't know what, because then their plan immediately falls apart. Because here's like the interesting. And then I guess set them on fire. Yeah, because here's the because like here's the thing: there is an interesting like problem to be solved here, which I think is interesting. The whole mm-hmm. thing of like, what do we do with all these displaced all, all, people? All these, because because like when people were snapped, 
there's so many empty houses and yeah. stuff that people just moved in. But then when people got snapped back, they're like, hey, you're in my house. Where do I, I go? Where do I go? And this seemed to be like an interesting problem that these people need to it's solve. It's a very interesting problem. And it's a very difficult solution. But the thing is, the GRs, the or the Flag Smashers don't have a solution. They're just angry that there is no solution. But yeah. they also don't have They don't a have a solution. And that's and and so this is literally just basically a bunch of superpower team like like superpower people. They're like, come up with a better just, plan. That are just angry. And they're like, okay, we're we're trying to we're gonna vote on this plan. And they're like, we don't like but, that you're voting but, on that plan. And and here's the thing, like I would have really liked if we you know I, what are they called the GRC. Mm-hmm. If we had seen a scene of them actually like a good half an episode of like debates of like back and forth back and Thank forth you. of that like of like okay like how about this option how about this solution well that would cause this problem okay you're right what about this like something that was like what we don't know what the plan is here so we don't even know like they're getting in front of stop a vote that we know nothing about to an organization that hasn't had a face until the last episode and all we see now is like they're victims of this terrorist attack they've been yeah. kidnapped and they've been almost burned alive mm-hmm. and then falcon comes down and says um hey you should sympathize with this girl that just tried to kill you and also threatened my sister and nephew earlier and felt nothing when she blew up a building full of people. She even called them roadblocks in mm-hmm. her journey. And, and said she'd kill them again if she had to. Yeah. And then he's like, you should feel bad for her, you victims of this attack. Even, yeah. like, I don't know these government officials as being evil because we haven't seen them at all. Yeah. I just see these people that are being kidnapped and burning in this police car. And, and then Falcon and comes down terrified. and is like, hey, you should do better. And they're like, okay, do you have a plan? And he's like... No. no, but do but be more empathetic. Yeah, it was, it, they're it like, was, okay, thanks. It was, um, <laughs> it was, yeah. So we're gonna just get into like lead more into the things that we just were problematic because I feel like prob- he even asked him one because, of the guys. Yeah, even he asked said, him, he's like, what, should, what, we should, we, what should we do? And he's like, I don't know. So <laughs> I feel like the word. Or you no, know, he says it's complicated. There are a lot of things, and mm-hmm. he's like, we'll start with empathy. He's yeah, like, okay. I'm like, um. <laughs> I, <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, see, this is very. <laughs> I feel like the word of the day or the word of this show is problematic. I wouldn't be- say it because, well, no, I mean the the show itself because it's it's because it's like it's all heart, but like no no solution. But but uh, but none, but not just no solutions, but like no brain. You know what I mean? It's all yeah. it's all about just empathizing, but not like yeah. Caring is good, but if you don't have a plan, that doesn't matter. And I also didn't see that the GRC wasn't empathetic because I didn't see them at all. Yeah. So I had no reason to believe that they are or are not empathetic. I had no feelings towards these people. Yeah, if it's one thing that Falcon didn't do was empathize with them at all. Yeah, he was like, he, he, he wasn't it, even asking them, hey, are you okay from almost, is anybody yeah. burned? Or we didn't even, or we don't even know if Falcon knows what the vote was of even about that they were even going to do because... He does know what they're about. Because that's when he had that talk with Carly where he's like, I, I understand why you're upset. No, the GRC. Like, he doesn't know what their vote is. Does he know what their vote I is think about? I Yeah, I had to look it up. So their vote was to, they wanted to uh, vote on, I think, dis- deporting all the displaced people to their countries. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to vote for the deportation the of these deportation, people. Deportation, okay. Yeah, okay. And the, and the other people were like, let's stop this vote. And then we're just going to have more people just 
Or at least I think so, anyway. So, I'm not even 100%. Let's just say that is the thing. Yeah. Because we both watch a show, and <laughs> I will say this. We must have looked at each other at least two or three times and be like, "Wait, what is the what, vote? What is happening? <laughs> Whose plan is? What is it? What is this about? What is the vote again? <laughs> exactly. Because like we're like, what is what is the what is their plan? What is this? Anyway, it's it's like things are bad, and their and their response is, "Well, don't do that." But I'm like, "But things are bad. People are need places to go." And you're like, "Well, just don't do that." Well, what should we do? Uh. <laughs> Okay, we. And then she blows up a full building of innocent people. Yep. Instead, she do it again. Mm -hmm. Doesn't care. Yep. She says. And then he's like, "You're not a terrorist. You're just a misguided teenager." I believe. Yeah. This. this... Tell that to the victims of the families that like lost their relatives, Mm -hmm. or the people that Mm -hmm. you killed. Like, Mm -hmm. are you kidding me right now? What's Mm -hmm. going on, Falcon? Yeah. Like he seemed to only empathize with Carly for some reason, and Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why he empathized with her so much. Because Especially, like, if someone threatened my nephews and my sister. And you're like, no, all bets are off. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like are and you then my, my sister is like. And then I, he does say that. He comes up to her and he's like, did you threaten my family? And then she's like, oh, I would never really hurt them. I'm like, I have no reason to believe that. Then why would you just threaten them? And also. And the, I've seen you and blow up You've already killed innocent people. So, so why, why wouldn't I believe you'd follow, you wouldn't follow up on your threats, right? <laughs> But yeah, it's it's very because I'll say this like Anthony like Anthony Mackie, good actor. I like him. I think he's. I, I think he, I think he, he can only do as well as what's on the page yeah. gives him to do. His acting, he's great in the show. Like like acting wise, I believe him. I just feel like they don't really give him a solid. They didn't. I feel like they didn't really know what to do. He doesn't really have a solid like. He doesn't really have a solid direction out, direction or outlook on what he's about. Yeah. He's yeah. just kind of like. He's still figuring he's, it out. He's, Even in his speech, his lecture at the end, yeah, it's, very, still, it's, it's all over the It's place. very middle of the ground trying to please everybody. Yeah. And when you please everybody, you, or try to please everybody, you please nobody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, gotta aim for something. And can we just talk about the fact that the Flag Smashers solved nothing? They actually made things worse because yeah. people's taxes are now going to go up with all this property damage. And yeah, and yeah. And <laughs> they, they actually made things a lot worse. And all, the, and, and all the people they tried to help are still in the same situation. Yeah, so. and now innocent people are dead, also. Yeah, and nothing really came of yeah, it. Yeah, they and yeah, they just. But it's okay because they're misguided teenagers. Misguided teenagers, somebody's freedom fighter, <laughs> somebody else's terrorist. What was Zemo doing here? I didn't really understand. Zemo was here to be the Loki of to the be show. Funny. He's the Loki of the show. Because you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. He's very like he's very much like I can do my own. I am that wild card except this because the the problem is with with his with his um with his uh kind of presence in the show. Is although I feel like there are moments, there are moments where he was enjoyable to watch. Like mm-hmm. I enjoyed his conversation with them on yeah. the plane, just talking about Marvin Gaye for some reason. And dancing that became like a meme. That dancing then that became like a three-hour meme on Disney's YouTube <laughs> page. <laughs> but I mean, and you know, and he would occasionally say things that were like, like I mean, I think probably my, like my funniest or meme or just thing that is said it's said this entire show is that he talks about. Uh, 
Trouble Man by Marvin Gaye being yeah. being like being like this like this work of art and it completely encapsulates the black man's struggle in America. <laughs> so and and Sam goes, he's out of line, but he's right. Yeah. <laughs> like the one line I was like, I was like, oh, that was actually pretty funny. But and then you have, you know Which is pretty much exactly what Sam said to the flagsmaster. Yeah, but he, but and and then but his his storyline kind of just goes kind of in a whimper like it just kind of ends like 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 he's he, he does what he wants to do he goes back he gets like arrested yeah but yeah but i feel like he kind of yeah but i feel like he just kind of turned himself in like he just waited until bucket got there and then yeah. the work and then the kind of and then they just put him in another prison i don't know why he needed to i don't know why they needed him because like did yeah. bucky specifically take him out of prison or help him escape from prison no he kind of just escaped himself remember? he escaped himself Oh, okay. Remember the whole thing with the show that like he could get out if he wanted to. He's just kind of like chilling. So why did he escape from prison? Because they needed him to find something. The super serum, maybe. I don't remember. Okay, I don't. All in all, I don't. I don't recall what he actually does to affect the plot. I think he gets them a a meeting with like the that chick in Madripoor, and then like. But that is a she way. Immediately dies, she immediately she? dies, and they run into Sharon Carter, who is nobody special. She isn't the power broker Not at or all. anything. No, she's just the only person she's that could be. Well she's just the only person that could be, and make and <laughs> and they would. The show would cut away to Sharon Carter making suspicious ass phone calls, completely detached from the plot. Like I never knew with the plot at all. They just cut away to look at her and be like. Oh, look, look, isn't, she's not up to anything. Isn't, isn't she suspicious? And we're just like, I mean, I guess she's the only other possible. <laughs> and then the show at the end, just in case you didn't get it. <laughs> I'm the power broker. She basically looks at the camera and says, I'm the power broker. Like, after you know. she, yeah, thanks. Like, yeah, we, <laughs> we got it. We got it. Thank you, Sharon. Also, I guess you're evil now, but but Okay. Okay. I, I just wish I would have seen that character. She just kind of just becomes super cynical. And stuff. After her, uh, the guy that she kissed goes back in time to marry her, her great-grandmother. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that would yeah. drive any girl crazy. That would drive any girl crazy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I mean, she got to kiss him once, you know? Mm. He's like, I steal your shield. Like, I can't believe my grandma stole my boyfriend. Right. It's a block. No, no, it wasn't. Oh, it was her aunt. Great aunt. No, just her aunt. Or it, great it, was just, aunt. it was just her aunt. Her aunt, she's had old. It had to be her great Maybe aunt. Maybe it was her great aunt. Had to be her great aunt. I don't know. I got. I got an. I got, my my aunt is super old. So. <laughs> really. <laughs> my aunt's like in her seventies. My aunt's like my parents' age. Oh, your your parents are like twenty years apart. But they were. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, she was like dying on her deathbed when they kissed. Yeah. Didn't she? No, she'd already died. Yeah, you realize of that. Of old age. She was like eighty. No, she died in Civil War. Yeah, but she was, was like of old which, age. Which, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying that like your aunt can like die of old age. I guess so, but I don't know. Like my aunt was alive in the forties. That's insane. So anyway, <laughs> we're gonna leave that family side corner <laughs> for another time. But yes, back to the show. Um, let's talk about something else. Isaiah Bradley. Mr. Bradley. What were your thoughts on Mr. Bradley? You know what they did to me for being a hero? Put me in jail for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got? I don't remember the rest of the line. 
Not, no. not, not mean your thoughts on the character. Oh. Obviously, I don't expect you to know all the lines to the show. <laughs> oh, you did say that a lot when it happened. You kept I don't know it. why. That was that was my meme. Nobody else cared about it. Nobody else me. cared about it. Um, I he was a cool guy. I don't know. I didn't so, really have any thoughts or feelings towards him. I felt like he was just Sam's reasoning for maybe not wanting or gave Sam another reason to not want to be Captain America. Mm-hmm. And I guess his reason for not for advising Sam not to be Captain America was that, you know, like they can turn on like the government can turn on you. Like don't work for people like this that you can't trust. Like I was working for them and then they didn't want to use me anymore and they threw me away. And they didn't even get me a statue. And then he gets a statue at the end, and he's like, yay, he got a statue. Yeah, so I love the actor. Uh, Carl Lumby, big fan of his. He was uh, a voice actor. He played Martian Manhunter in Justice League, one of my favorite anime shows of all time. And I think he does good, again, I think acting-wise, because the actor can only be as good as what's on the page. I mean, they can perform their asses off, but if the words mm-hmm. are the words, you know what I mean? And I guess, he's great. Yeah. He, again, I think, he, I, think, I think he really sells it. Uh, I just really think he's just... He's basically just one opinion, and he's just yeah. one. Op- and he's also like, I feel like we've seen the angry, bitter old black guy like a billion times, and he doesn't really. I haven't. I've seen it. I, I, I feel like I've seen it before, and I feel like. And I'm not saying that like what he's because what happens to his character in the you know in the comic happens also in the show, and he's and he has great reason to be bitter. He was fucked over. He was, you know, he was experimented on. He like that was thirty years of his life. It's his love of his life died while he while he was being yeah, experimented. Yeah, anybody on. would be super pissed. Yeah, he's he should, like again. I'm not saying that he, he in any way does not make sense as a character. Yeah, but and I guess that's kind of just. I don't know why Bucky brought Sam to see him. I guess was my uh, thing. Oh no, but no, Bucky brought Sam to see him because they were kind of finding other super soldiers. And he was like, maybe Isaiah Bradley knows because he's also a super soldier. Why were they trying to find other super soldiers? Because they found other flag smashers were super soldiers. Okay. And also he was like, hey, you're black. And, you're, and, and, and you might be Captain America. What if I tell you about the other black guy? Who yeah, because that's exactly shit. what he walks out and he says. He's like, why didn't you tell me there was another black super soldier? He's like, I mean, I don't know why there wouldn't have been. Right. I don't know why you assume that there wouldn't happen. I don't know. It didn't come well, up. Like, why didn't I tell you? It's like, we don't talk at all. <laughs> like, they can just call you up. Hey, bro. Hey, did you know that there, I knew another black guy? Cool. And... <laughs> Once. <laughs> that would have been a great phone Right? Thanks, man. So I, was, so I was watching Selma the other day, and I thought to myself, I need to tell Sam something. Hey, oh, you know what? I knew this black guy once. That wasn't you. And I thought about you, because you're black also. I thought that maybe you guys should talk. I don't know. I will say, uh, to kind of hop back on a good little thing, I did like some of their back and forth. Like, I felt like Sam and uh, I, I, did, I did enjoy some of their back and forth a little bit. I, thought I didn't it was, like it. I thought it was fun. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, I liked it. Conflict. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was too much. but yeah, so let's kind of let Isaiah Bradley's thing kind of bleed into my whole, my whole thing. Cause you mentioned that at the end, like he's mad the entire time. And then like at the end he gets a statue and now he's crying. He's, he's he just wants to get recognition. I but think. he kind of mentions that he doesn't want to be recognized. He does. He says, I, I don't know. But no, no, no. Cause he mentions that like, remember he escaped. Like they didn't, he like, they just pronounced him dead. He doesn't exist. 
because like the whole thing was like because yeah. remember some chick some he said some nurse had pity on me and like helped me escape but like i didn't break out i just like or, or they didn't let me out i just got out and so as far as they know i don't exist anymore because i'm proof of like they're fucker and they will and if i speak up they're gonna kill me to cover up what they did that being said like you say you know uh sam wilson takes him to the smithsonian the captain america exhibit mm-hmm. and he's got a brand new statue that tells his entire story and i'm like i guess he's okay with his story being, being, told being told now yeah. just on a dime and he's i think crying. they would definitely like it's the ending of everybody just felt rushed and i feel oh, like yeah. they're not comfortable yet with ending on maybe not everybody gets a happy ending here well yeah and honestly i again and i feel like maybe one more episode would have sold at least Isaiah Bradley's transition to being okay with that. Because like, there was one moment I did like where, uh, you know, uh, Sam goes to him again before he like even takes, even takes up the shield of being Captain America. And he's just like, I know you've been, like you've been through some shit and anyone, and, and anyone in your position, I totally get it. But too many people have died, you know, no one can tell me if, like, or no one can tell me not to fight for what I want to fight for. And man, two people sacrificed, or two, two, two people, too many people have sacrificed their lives so that I could have the right to fight what I want to fight for. And I'm going to fucking fight for this country. And then, like, Isaiah Bradley goes, I kind of I almost believed you there. Like, I kind of almost believed in your patriotism. And so, like, I felt like that was, like, like, like Sam's, like, belief, like, Sam's belief in his ideals kind of almost bringing, like, like Isaiah to like okay I, I can kind of get behind you as well and if another episode of like them hanging out where like Sam did a few more you know conversations where like by the end when we see the moment of Isaiah seeing the statue I, I would have bought it more because there was almost, there's definitely a moment where like Isaiah was starting to kind of like I'm starting to kind of like your kind of optimism is starting to kind of rub off of me a little bit I kind of almost believe you you're not just like reading the words of like you're just reading a pamphlet of I love America but I think you actually do believe that you can try to make things better and so I think it's there it's just it's just not fully cooked and I feel like not being fully cooked is a lot of the problem with the show too especially with endings because like because another not fully cooked ending um is U.S. agent like I feel like his character actually does have a pretty cool thing in the last episode where he like he he's going after Carly again as you know for revenge mm-hmm. for, for he has to choose between revenge and saving people, and this is someone that killed his like BFFF mm-hmm. like unjustly BF BBF best black BFF. friend forever <laughs> best, BBF <laughs> best black friend forever <laughs> and he chooses to save the people instead and yeah. i thought that was really and interesting because i thought they were trying to make him a villain yeah and the fact that he put other people's lives and that's something carly wouldn't do yeah carly would not help people she doesn't we've care. never seen she her does help. Not we've never actually seen her use her we've, use her own strength to help people yeah she's I, she's like saying she's for the refugees she's, and for the marginalized and displaced people but we only ever see her killing innocent people. Yep, we only see with uh, all of her goodness is all talk. <laughs> yeah, and and I actually love because he makes this kind of makeshift shield for himself after he loses uh, the shield, 
and there's a beautiful shot of like the shield dropping like he's dropping the shield to go help people like this like mm -hmm. and and like i thought it was a beautiful that was a built a beautiful visual of like you know the glory of this title is not as important as doing the right thing yeah and, and like especially because and all, especially and it kind of also kind of has like this kind of handoff of like you know what's his name uh um sam wilson coming in in his new star spangled uh captain falcon uniform oh i did not like that uniform i thought it looked dope but it's his all... head is completely open it's costume like everything is... he has armor he has goggles Cos and he's like oh i don't need to protect the top of my head at all you cannot mess with the fade <laughs> okay? don't understand we like our fades way too much to have it messed up by a stupid helmet okay <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Even when he flies, even even when he flies around in the Fest Falcon, his head is always uncovered. Yeah, but it just didn't make sense because everything else is. Yeah. So I'm like, if you want to fly around and have nothing be covered, that makes sense too. But, but it's just like you've come this far. But 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 Miss Stone is. It's like the comic books. <laughs> it looks. See, I look at the comic books. And it looks just like the picture in the comic book, and I go, "Looky, looky, looky, looky." It looks just like I that. I feel like it, it would be like job. me getting fully dressed, doing my hair, everything, and then just did not wearing pants. See, I it's feel like, like you just came so close. See, I feel like see, there's this thing called comic books <laughs> where the costumes don't always make sense <laughs> logically why would his head be uncovered because it looks cool <laughs> there's no reason to not have his head covered. he should be wearing a helmet just as well come so far like you all you you were almost there it, i don't know i just thought it looked unfinished i think it looked like a comic book so <laughs> i can't really say that it looked unfinished i'm like it's like the comic book in it, the comic books it could, you didn't think it looked unfinished reading the comic books no, but I'm used to seeing a, a bunch. Like, Where is this? I'm I'm used to seeing a bunch of illogical designs to costumes that are just made to look cool yeah. and, and and not really That's have any true. and not really have any function. That is very true. So, and so yeah, and even in like you know you watch Captain America, you watch him once he's not having the armor anymore, he's still like walking around without the helmet on. So like I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he's I mean he's going into battle with like armies of monsters with just a shield. I'm like you know. You but know, he has a super soldier, so I'm like that made sense to me. Even though like Carly the, is a super soldier and she just got taken down by like a couple bullets, so I was like, oh. Well, yeah, they're not bulletproof. Yeah, I, I know. I just thought like she just survived everything else, and. You well, yeah, because all, all they do is punch each other. They don't really shoot each other. It was just so interesting. I was like, oh, why didn't we just do that before? <laughs> Big, I don't know. Reasons, I guess. Well, it had to be Sharon that shot her because the heroes don't believe in guns. Well, I think. They, they do, but, like, I guess, I mean, guns are just bad. And they sympathize guns, with her so much are, for some reason. Guns are bad unless you're the Punisher or Black Widow. They they also like didn't want to kill her. I think they sympathized with her for reasons I can't understand. Well, yeah, you, you, because she's a misguided teenager. Misguided <laughs> teenager that blew have up, you no heart that <laughs> killed people and said she'd do it again and didn't care <laughs> if she had to. I'd do it again if I had to. I don't care that they're innocent people as long as I made my point. Hey, when we were young, we all made mistakes. <laughs> Some of us crashed our parents' cars. Some of us murdered people on purpose. Tomato, tomato mushroom. And I felt nothing. Tomato mushroom. This is the same thing. Even her, like, sidekick or whatever, like, someone on her side is like, whoa, that's a little far. Like, those, that building is full of innocent people. And then she was just like, this is the only way people will understand our point. 
And I was like, I am watching this show, and I don't get your point. I don't get it still. I'm still confused about how blowing so, up innocent people is going to help. Yeah. Yeah. And then with John Walker's things, I mentioned, like, I did like him choosing to give up the give up the glory to be to do the right thing. I did not like that. Like immediately after they catch them, he's just like, "Yeah, so anyway, we're good now." You know what I mean? Like he immediately is just like, "Oh yeah, we caught you in an app." Remember? And then, and then, and then like all the guys show up with guns, and then they're like, "Oh, we caught you in the app." See, cool. Anyway, and then he just kind of joked with Bucky as they kind of walk off as they're all getting arrested. And I'm just like, I guess, like John Walker's just like good now mentally like i felt like i felt like he was still mentally going through some stuff and it just yeah. felt like it just kind of got solved if you recall i know you didn't like the movie but in iron man 3 i feel like there was a moment where he just kind of got over his anxiety in just one scene and i'm like i've never had anxiety but i'm pretty sure you, you don't just get over it just like in one scene and then you just never have an anxiety like ever again but anyway well maybe we'll see it more like you know, there are good days and bad days. Well, because well, like, well, we see like, well, Winter like, Soldier, we've seen well, him for movies, but not well, every day. Is he, he, well, yeah, but like even in the even like the last thing we see of John Walker, he's just like comes out in the new U.S. U.S. and he just looks happy. Like it, like like there's no like I don't feel the weight. It was a good day today. I know. And although I will say I did like the scene another John Walker because you know in a show about uh, black people. The white guy is the most interesting character, but <laughs> <laughs> but the scene where he goes to the uh, the black best friend or the uh, uh, the BBFs BBFF. uh, uh, the BBFFs uh, best black friend forever. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes to his family and Ember, and he's like telling them what happened, and they're like, "Was that the guy that killed our you know like killed our boy?" He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that never comes back around. So, well, I get that he just wanted to give them closure. Yeah. Which, you know, at that point in time... Made sense. Made sense. It's it made sense. I might say, have said the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like honestly, in this way, you probably wouldn't have... Yeah. You, you wouldn't have done anything different. <laughs> It's like it's like don't judge unless you can honestly say you would do something different. You probably wouldn't. You Hippocratic asshole. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, the show is just uh, it just again, and I you, I go back to the the words I used earlier. It's just a lot of hollow optimism. Yeah. Where it's all again, it's all heart, but no plan, no idea of what it take of how to. It's like make the world better. How? By making it better. Be more empathetic. Be more empathetic, yes. But also, how do we help people? By being more empathetic. Start with empathy, and then, um, I don't know what steps two through infinity are. Yeah. Just be empathetic. Yeah. And just, it'll solve. Just, love just, just can empathetic. save the love, world. Love can save the world. I do believe that. Love can save the world. I, I, that being said, do you have concrete next steps? No. <laughs> um... Let me see. I know people were really happy about the the really happy about the Julia uh, the Julia Louise Dreyfus. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah, me too. I mean, like, I like her as an actor, so I was like, oh, it was nice to see you. She was kind of enjoyable to watch, you know. Yeah. But other than that, I'm like, I feel like people and, made a big deal about and, that. And and I, and I will say, apparently, she was actually supposed to first appear in Black Widow, but that got pushed back, so they had to like give her a scene and give her something in this to, like, because... Introduce her. Introduce her, because Black Widow ended up coming out. It, it, it was going to end up coming out after this comes out, mm-hmm. so... 
But yeah, this show just kind of just takes, it has huge aspirations, but doesn't really want to take a stance on it. I mean, and it's also, here's the problem. It's also Disney. And so I feel like the, I feel like the bigger, the, the studio behind your project, the more money you have behind your project by investors and stuff, the more you have to water down or not take a side because you're again like like Disney is very like can't we all just get along and not really talk about anything in real depth and you know stuff we kind of just want to again it, it like it ends in this speech and it feels like I've I've heard this done before but like I wonder what would be your solution how would you deal with this uh, crisis after the snap of people that don't have homes and what would you how would you deal with this if you were how me how would if I you do were it? a government official if, if you were in the GRC if I was in the GRC and I had to solve this huge displacement problem yeah. what would I do well I would I guess try to start I guess building new neighborhoods, I guess, like something like, cause like, here's the thing, camps are just never a good sounding thing. So just being like, oh, we're going to just put them in these camps until we can figure out what to do next. That's just never going to be a good look to put people in anything with <laughs> That'd be our any, can't do anything now. with the word camp that doesn't have the word summer in front of it. That's <laughs> not, it's just not a good look. <laughs> I just imagine myself trying to solve this problem in my office, hiding, having a panic attack under my desk. So we sent all these displaced people to summer camp. They were like, Jamie was supposed to solve this problem, but she's inside there, like, breathing into a paper bag. So it's not looking good. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't, like, put the... the you know, the pressure of millions of lives on just one person's shoulders. Maybe that wasn't a good good move. Yeah. But yeah, I, I honestly don't know. I mean, it's a I, hard problem. But well, you know, I feel like it's a problem. To, it's, it's, it's a. That's another thing. It's, like, a, it's an easy problem to solve, I feel like, with time. But if, but like, there's no immediate place yeah. you can, that you can put all those, put all people. those, all those people that is, that doesn't look like a camp of some kind or some yeah. kind of facility. It just But I think that's the thing of like going back to WandaVision of Monica just kind of bounces right back into life after her after yeah. she the snap, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like that was our issue was like It wasn't really addressed. It kind of she was just kind of like, oh no, my mom I was in the like, hospital yeah. with her and, and then I wake up dead. and she, and that sucks awesome. that I never got to say goodbye. Yeah. Back to work. But also we're yeah. like do you even have an And where does she live? Where, like, where is she? Do you even have an apartment anymore? You've I'm been gone for five they years. They didn't show any of this of like her coming back and not having her what's, house. What's or, still around for her? Does to, she have her car? Where like like what of her life is left? You know what yeah. I mean? Besides her mom, because the whole thing is again her mom, and so no, you know, like oh your mom. I guess Captain she Marvel. just like still had her job. Like I just wish like because they yeah. go into it so much of all the complications in this show. But in WandaVision, we see somebody that was one of the victims of the snap come back, and it kind of seemed like her life was fine. And they don't deal with it. Like, yeah. like, other than that her mom died and she wasn't there for it, I'm like, yeah. do you have a house? She's not having, like, financial, financial problems for not looking I mean, for the, the past, the, whatever. I, I wouldn't even say, I think she'd have financial problems her money would probably still be there. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking that, like, her her house would have been like live so someone else would have been living there because it's an empty apartment for five years. They would have been like, all right, this, you know, we, we, we leased it to somebody else. Nobody's been exactly. living here for five years. And so he had to find a new place to live. 
and like, oh, like who, like, like where's your cargo? I don't know. We sold it, I guess, because everybody, you were gone. So, I, again, like, imagine, like, I would come back, all my clothes would be gone. What am I even wearing? Like, where, like, everything I own is gone. I mean, she came back and her hair was still on point. That's because you come back in the same, like, condition that you left in. I mean, imagine just Hulk snapping, just making sure that everybody's hair is just... That would be horrible if you snapped away in the shower. Mm -hmm. And then, (laughs) like, I feel like coming back again naked would just be terrifying. No, no, what would be terrifying is coming back naked in the shower when someone else now lives there. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, what is happening? So confused. Yeah, so I feel like this snap thing, I feel like there's a lot of good stuff to mine there, and WandaVision just doesn't really want to get into the the nitty-gritty of it that much. They tried to. They, I mean, I, I mean, they kind of with like, but, Sam, like with like Sam's family, like oh the the boat and but I, I'm we kinda, didn't see anybody that was actually a victim of the snap and what their life was afterwards. Yeah, like I don't even know if Carly was snapped or if she knew anybody that was. Or I'm gonna believe. I'm gonna think she wasn't. I'm because she because it would make it makes more sense that like. Because, again, everyone that she knows that she's fighting for all moved to those places after everybody was snapped. Mm-hmm. So she's fighting for people that, that would, were. And so the only way that I could believe that she was, like, disinvested is if she was there the whole time. But I'm like, who did she know that was? Know. Or we did she know, know anybody? We, like, know. we see sad kids. Yeah. We see people. Those and kids, places. though, looked super cute. Like, very yeah. well dressed. Well, I thought they were adorable. I, I was like, I, all these I, kids look like I, models. I thought they were H and M models. They models. all look like old navy kids models. They look, like, they look well fed. Very they're all clean. super well dressed. Super like, well dressed, clean, looked well fed. But I guess they're displaced. Well, I mean, you can still be displaced and like. I know, but if you want, I know, I know, but if you want, awesome. I know, but if you want to sell the consequences of displacement, don't make it look so stylish. I don't and, know. My mom came to the U.S. as a refugee. She was still pretty stylish. Like, it doesn't mean you lose all, everything, your sense of style. Well, no, of course not. And, you know, I mean, she, you know, gave me you, so how could she not be gorgeous? So, that's just... Her like, hair was on point. I'm, I'm, I'm sure her hair has never not been on point. <laughs> when she still, yeah, she still dressed very, I'm, like, she was very cool, 80s chick. So, so we're back to the family corner. 90s um, <laughs> And not leaving family corner again. Sorry. No, it's, we just keep making these detours, but it's fun. So, uh, you got any other things you want to bring up about the show before we wrap it up? No, other than, um, nope. Look, we're missing any other characters. I would say Sam's sister in life, but I don't really care about that boat at I all. I didn't really care And about also, that. I don't... What I, did it mean? I was also, like, I feel like they're trying to tell me something. It's like a metaphor for something, but I don't know what it means. Like, he's like, we have to sell the boat. And she's like, no, we can fix it. And then she's like, actually, we have also, to sell the boat. Also, also they, we realize that the uh, the the members of the Marvel team, they don't get paid. I guess. Because he I, goes to well, a bank. Well, no, because he, no, he's paid by the military because he has contracts. I'm like, you have he no money. He said that when he went to the bank. It's, but it's also weird. And I guess what I want to point out one weird thing. And I guess this, this is stuff I don't really like, I guess. And I guess it's this... Um, it's just in most movies and television that's popular is this, in my opinion anyway, and this is just for me, is this monolithic view of the black experience. And 
like and and there's a scene after Sam and uh Sam and um Bucky leave Isaiah Bradley's house and they're just like he's like arguing saying like why didn't you tell me there was a black super soldier and then like immediately just on cue a cop just shows up for no reason I don't like they're just literally walking across the street talking and Sam is like mildly irritated that he you know he's just like why didn't you tell me and the cop gets out like is there a problem here I'm like did somebody call you? Like, did you, or did you just see two people talking? the neighborhood. I, I guess. Maybe they were watching Bucky because B- Bucky was on mandated. No, but they weren't because another cop pulled up because they, because they didn't even know who. They were like, oh. It's, oh. Cause, cause, I don't because, even because like another cop, showed, another cop pulled up after that and says, hey, we, we need you to come in. So, but anyway, it just, it felt like, I don't know. I just feel like. I think they just want to kind of touch on racism but I they know. don't really know how to and they're just kind of cramming it in very yeah like it's it, it just it, feels so there's it, not enough room for it like and it just it just it, it felt it felt out of nowhere like it like it felt like it felt like the scene in captain marvel where the guy just tells her to smile randomly but that's it's just out of the blue and doesn't affect anything and i feel then like we're they away want to it. talk about these serious issues but they don't know how so it just feels very forced and also just it's like a piece that doesn't even evolve in this puzzle because like policing isn't even really a subject in this particular show at all. I guess it no went with Isaiah Bradley of saying like, why would you want to fight for a country that treats you like a second class citizen? I get, but that was like the first and only time we see. But it's like he already does fight for the country. Yeah, we've seen him do it many times and everybody seems to love him. And everybody was fine with it before, but I guess the name Captain America is like. Yeah. And and I guess also here here's also well, that's it's another problem I had. Uh, so there's the line Isaiah Bradley says where he says, "Don't ever let a black man be Captain America." And I'm thinking that's a phrase that feels out of place. Like if the show had came out like thirty years ago, I could have believed that. But I currently live in a day and age where everything is, where like they're trying to make a, or they're making like marginalized versions of every single character in comics. Like they just announced that they're gonna do a black Superman, and we've already had a black Captain. Well, like we've like Sam Sam became Captain America like. 10, 12 years ago in the comics, and we've like we've seen Black Spider Man. We've seen, but no, I think it's very much Isaiah Bradley is is an older generation. Well, no, I, so he is living with that, I, um, you know, kind of trauma of like I fought for this country and they gave they didn't care about me. They just threw me away, and they're going to do the same for you, same to you probably. So I do understand that coming from I under, him. I understand. I just don't. See anyone have, actually having a problem if he just took the shield and became a cataract? I don't think anybody would be like, "Hey, no." They'd be like, "Yeah, okay." Like, like I, I don't like. I, I felt no pushback from the world to like validate his opinion or or make him even feel uneasy about. Like, I felt like there was no reason. Like, I felt like the reason that he felt like I don't know if I'm worthy of this shield. Because of what he went. No, what Isaiah Bradley went through. Oh, 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 I know Isaiah Bradley, but I'm just saying that like never did I believe that Sam's reason for not wanting to be Captain America had anything to do with him being black. Yeah. I mean, they definitely... We've seen his characters in movies, and he's never kind of said that he had issues fighting for this country that doesn't... Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 I don't feel like... 
even in their show, like except for the cop thing, like he's never like I, I've, I've, I've dealt with this bullshit or I've dealt with this racist bullshit. It's it, it, it's, it's only, just because it just felt like it came out of nowhere because he's been fighting for this country. It hasn't. And hasn't been like, wow, it's really hard for me to fight for this country that treats people, uh, like, that treats yeah, people he's, like... Yeah, he's never stated his opinion on it or anything, so... It, like, treats I, I, minorities, I, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> like, second-class citizens. He's never said that before. And then it's like, Bucky was like, oh, I don't think Steve or I really thought about what it meant giving a shield to a black man. And I was like, I feel like Steve was just being, was like, you're the best person for the job. No, he was like, I don't think we really thought about, like, how that could be hard for you. But I'm like, you didn't think about that because he's he's been fighting for this country for years and hasn't said yeah. like, well, like Also, like, Steve didn't connect, Steve connected him because they're both soldiers. And so, like, it's just on that. Like, it's just like, it's like all of a sudden they were like, oh, we have to talk about racism. Like, yeah. it just felt like they yeah. were like, oh, crap. Somebody yeah. mentioned. <laughs> like, again, yeah. Like, again, it's. It feels so. Forced. Like again, like we now have a black-led show. We have to now. We have to, now, we, now we have to like address everything we didn't address for the past ten years. Yeah. Character's been in the movies. It just feels so forced. And it's and like, or you could just tell this, like, half him worry about half it be a personal thing about he doesn't feel thing, and then deal with imposter this imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Which I feel like was for me. I felt that that was more of the reason, like. I would have given like, a shield like, to the Smithsonian but, too. But again, that feels that's just relatable and feels like they're not trying to make a make a make a left turn at something they've never hit on before and only and not even give it its due time if they wanted to actually talk about it. If they had it. showed in past movies like him wrestling with even fighting for this country at all, mm-hmm. that would make more sense. It would, but they don't it, ever it, talk it, about it would have been it would, so no it just one. came out of nowhere here, and I was like, okay. I mean, the, the only way that can be, the only time they even briefly, it didn't even feel like it's a race thing, but I guess it's the closest thing you can get to it, is there's a scene in Winter Soldier where um, Nick, or, uh, Nick Fury is talking to Captain America about, like, his grandfather and, like, having to, like, grow up in a place that's, like, super dangerous, and he had to, like, carry a gun with him and stuff, because he used to be able to just, like... Like he like used to just carry his lunch to work and he'd be fine. But then like he had to like the people would ask him, "Hey, what's your lunch?" Because they wanted to take it and he had to put a gun in there and show him, "There's a gun in here. Don't fuck with me. I just want to be be about my way." And I think like that's the only time that like they've ever acknowledged like the streets, I guess, and 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 the MCU. Like that like, could be anybody though. Exactly. I'm just saying that's the closest thing that like they've just talked about life being hard for the average person in these movies because everyone has kind of been you know it's Captain America, it's Iron Man. It's, it's the rich, it's the super scientists, it's the gods, so we're never really, unless you're talking about Daredevil and Jessica Jones, which they don't even acknowledge, we're not going to really, like, see the average person. The only time, like, I would say Black Panther, we see Killmonger kind of talking about, I don't know if he really talks about it, he just talks, no. more talks about actually how he's mad at, he's got he, beef with Conda he, for, for not helping black for people messing outside. up. Oh, I thought they meant for like killing his father. But I no, guess that too. That's what he what like that that's what he that's what he was there for, but he was but his whole speech was about yeah, like like, like like we're all suffering out here and you have all the money and, and resources Why and you and, help, and you aren't you helping other people, yeah. And and yeah, so I guess he doesn't really talk about racism. He's just more no, like, Why aren't you not
you're like, oh, the people here are over police. We can help them and this and that. And they're like, no, 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 we're going to stay here in our own little bubble and fuck everybody else. We're just kind of, we're, we're just trying to see all the world, what's going on in the world. We're not going to help the world. We're just going to observe the world because we're doing awesome. And if we go help them, they're going to fuck us over and bring us down with them. So nah, <laughs> now nah, we good. But again, again, it's still because the budgets are so big, it can only really address things in like not the like not the most in-depth ways because again it still has to be a crowd pleasing blockbuster to some degree so it can't it doesn't want to get in the weeds that deep remember the titans was a crowd pleasing blockbuster and it addressed racism yeah but still was it's still yeah it does in depth i think it does it pretty well I like I like that movie. I'm just saying it can be done. So I'm saying I'm saying it, I'm saying it can be done. The problem is that's what that show that's what that movie was kind of about to begin with. While yeah. Falcon that was never his thing until this that's show. That's what I'm saying. So it comes out of no. So it feels yeah. like it comes out of nowhere, and you're like, was this ever his thing? And then, yeah. and now I now I guess it's his thing. Now we got to talk about racism in America. It's like uh, okay, I guess. All right. So again, yeah, it's just. You know, a lot of things, a lot of things underdeveloped, things that feel like they were never set up with this character to begin with, so they come out of left field and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else, or should we wrap this one up? Wrap this puppy wrap up. Wrap this puppy up. All right. Well, out of 10, what would you rate Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Five. Five out of 10. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'm going to give it a six out of 10. I liked it a little more than you, but it definitely just had a lot of. Uh, I definitely had a lot of problems. Uh, it was funny because we, we were because we were watching this show uh, simultaneously with another superhero show we're going to talk about next podcast. One that uh, I think we enjoyed a little bit more, way more. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that one uh, uh, when we do. You guys may know what it is. It's a uh, it's a bit bloodier <laughs> to say the least, but also I think a lot better. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all we got to say on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You can find us on the Podbean slash at first glance, and you can find us on the podcast app on the Apple products. Until next time, I'm Jeremy McKinley. I'm Elisa Stone. And thank you for joining us.